1: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
2: Well, met fellow adventurers, I'm back with the Silver Quest to do another adventure. This one is called The Stolen Journal. The valuable journal of the illustrious Tyson Maid has gone missing. No matter. The Silver Quest is on the job. It begins. In the cluttered interior of the renovated tavern that has long served as the headquarters of the Silver Quest, you listen with growing indifference as Prith and Teak, two of your illustrious fellow, fellow Quest members, Argue ad nausea, about some of the finer and painfully obscure points related to swordmanship. At last, Brithen throws up his hands and laughs. Despite the seemingly jolly fran- jovial outblow- outburst, has reached the limit of his patience. And so we will now all bow to the wisest of swordsmen. Who happens to favour the axe? Teak! Well done, my friend, says Prithin, warning his eyes, smirking. Please remind me next time we're in a fix to toss you a sword so you can illustrate a few of the grand manoeuvres you quite obviously know so very much about. Teak, saying nothing, smiles, stands from his chair, tips his hat, and shuffles over to the far side of the room, where he promptly resumes working on a damaged poulter. Well, it's nice of you not to spe— to spe— not to speak up and begrudge our dear friend his lit— little victory," says Pritham, shaking his head as he turns to you. After all, they—they they mean quite a bit to him. They are, as I see it, few and far between. But let's not. T- Let's not tower each realities. There's something I need to discuss with you. Brithin takes you aside, presumably out of Esau critique, and asks if you've ever been to the cave known as Overlook Nook. When you're telling me you're familiar with it, he nods and says that the Tresk was, repeated. was recently hired to recover a journal that was stolen from the study of a prominent Tyson mage inquire about the identity of the maid, but with him is quick to tell you he is not at liberty to reveal it. I've been asked to keep that a secret. At least for now, he says. I hope you understand. He, he casts a quick glance over at Teep before continuing in a lowered voice. Not the sort of work that usually comes our way, he says, struggling. And not... Everyone around here would agree with accepting such a but, well, with things being as they are, how oh, are we to ignore an opportunity to earn some gold. I accepted the job, of course, and Iskridar managed to track down the thief and trail him through the worst of the wilds, all the way to Fangwidge. Then Isquidar followed the man in possession of the journal to the mouth of Overlook Nook. Top Fang wing. There your fellow quest member and Master Woodsman ran afoul of the rugged terrain, injuring his leg after stumbling upon a bit of loose slippery ledge. Pritham is quick to assure you that Iskodai is now safe, and resting comfortably in a nearby Wed Rogue Alehouse. But as heartening as it is to know our good friend and companion is safe, it does little to address the job we've taken on, he says. That, as you may have guessed, is where your expertise is required. Okay, so apparently, uh, yeah, so what happens if they do a test test themselves, they get hurt. On to the next page. Prithin tells you that Iskradar, who managed to limp back to Trithic. Was closing in on the thief when a fearsome thunderstorm descended upon Thangwich. Young man, aware the squidai was in pursuit, ducked into overlook nook, presumably to take shelter from the storm and evade capture. Typical of an arcane spy, if indeed that's what he is. They're slippery, no no mistake. So a dear friend takes a tumble, and the thief escapes into a cave. I dare say he has yet to come back out of it. When you ask Prithim how he knows the thief is still within Overnook, he tells you Isquidar told him he saw a large group of goblins enter the lair not long after the young man. It's quite probable he's dead, says Prithim, shaking his head sadly. No matter. Goblins would have very little use for the journey he carried. It should just be a matter of roughing their lot up a bit and making off for the book, simple enough, and we've been paid a rather handsome sum for retrieving the journal. So what do you think? How shall we proceed? Now, I can get Prithin to do it, I can get Teak to do it, or I could just cut the excuses and just take on the job myself. No, Prithin can do it. As if reciting, reciting for a well-rehearsed trip. Griffin begins to detail for you the present set of circumstances that prevent him from considering the job at hand. Despite the vague details supporting his claims and the obvious motives behind his embellished list of excuses, you quickly go weary for what you sense is becoming an argument with no conceivable end. Okay, Teak can do it. As if reciting, reciting from a rehearsed trick, Teek begins to defile you. The present set of circumstances to prevent him from being considered from the job at hand. Despite the vague details supporting his claims and obvious motives behind his embellished list of excuses, you quickly grow weary of what you sense is becoming an argument with no conceivable end. All right, as I suspected, gotta do it myself. When you tell Prithim that you'll tackle the job, job, he nods and smiles. Yes, that would be for the best. He says, you know your way, way up that way. And that's not to be, uh, if you'll excuse the expression, overlooked. <laughs> Prithim wishes you luck. He tells you he has every confidence you will return safely with the journal. A few goblins, cowardly thief, a lost book he says smiling. Well, it may prove to be an adventure, but hardly the worst you've seen. I don't know about enough about your exploits to state that as a fact. As Pritham and Teak busy themselves with nothing of any particular importance, you make the necessary preparation before setting out for Fangwidge, eager to see what has become of the thief who has apparently Unwittingly entered the goblin infested Overlook Nook. To reach Overlook Nook, travel to Trithic in Western Tulsa and then to Fangwidge. You'll find Overlook Nook listed under nearby Locations in Fangwidge. Now, the thing is, we have. Now, Prithenetics seated on the sides of the womb are busy toiling away at tasks of questionable importance. Look up and briefly acknowledge you. acknowledge you before returning to the work. Speak with Pritham. How are you getting on with that, that business up at Thangwidge? Asked Pritham. Overlook Nook is what they call the cave up there, White. Right? You provide your fellow quest member with a few pertinent details related to the mission. He, he listens, nodding frequently, and then tells you he eagerly anticipates a word of your success. The major of Hardos is quite keen to get that journal back. Keep at it now. Keep at it and let me know if you're able to find it. Alright, let's City Gates. Travel Fangwich Overlook Nook. Alright, here we are. We've been here before, so I might just do it a bit quickly. A jagged fissure set into the base of a boulder-strewn hill perched atop the upper spine of Fang offers the only known entrance to a cave known as Overlook Nook. Fellow adventurers have recently reported sighting goblins in the area. So, enter the cave. You can do this one normal or scaled. Just going to keep it normal. Enter the cave. Foul Stench You're standing just inside the mouth of the cave known as Overlook Nook. A foul stench akin to watting meat fills the damp air of this shadowy, uninviting lair. To the west, a broad corridor gradually descends into darkness. You're startled when a group of cave goblins suddenly appear out of the darkness ahead. The goblins howl wildly as they charge you four cave goblins. They howl wildly as they attack, but are slain. Four, 17 XP. You stare down. The goblin corpse is strewn across the tunnel before you as you set about checking over your gear. A quick search of the gear turns up the following. It's some loot. There's an an uncommon Ardivarian artefact, that's the only thing worth taking. This ancient Ardivarian artefact offers an intriguing but puzzling glimpse into an age long since relegated to the realm of forgotten history. This artefact is among the less common of its kind. You heard rumours at the Westgard Library in Tallinnus, has been buying these types of artifacts from adventurers for battle markers also 43 gold eager eager to resume your exploration of the cave you once again set off through the gloom your eyes and ears alert for the first sign of any possible danger all right I started in the northeast corner making my way to the southeast a foul stench pervades the dark, twisting tunnels of the cave. Now and again you find crude cave drawings adorning the caves the crude carvings adorning the cave's damp, uneven walls. It's not yet cleared. Obviously we've only just got here. Examine the chest It's the chest, here it is. The have the heavy lid that l- tops the sturdy iron banded wooden chest. It's closed and locked. Your eyes are immediately drawn to the small keyhole set into the ornate iron plate affixed to the front of the chest. Attempt to pick the lock. You draw out your trusted set of lock picks and carefully begin to work on the lock. Okay, oh. okay back Here we go. You draw out your trusted set of lock picks and carefully begin to work on the lock. Pick a number. Bonus of 40. 20 from Fee 10 from Agility, 10 from Luck. Need 75 or more. Pick now. Success. You work the lock for several minutes before reluctantly admitting defeat. Cursing. Cur- cursing under your breath, you quickly stash your lockpicks away and step back from the chest. I examine the chest again. Your heavy heavy lid that tops the sturdy iron-banded wooden chest is closed and locked. Your eyes are immediately drawn to a small keyhole set into the ornate iron plate affixed to the front of the chest. guess I need to get a key. Because uh, I just got unlucky. Because that was a super tough lock, kit lock to pick. Alright, wandering around. Two cave goblins. going to quick combat those. 12 XP. You stare down. The goblin corpses strewn strewn across, across the tunnel before you. As you set about checking over your gear. Quick search of the same creatures turns up the following. Okay, some mediocre loot, 36 gold. Eager to resume your exploration of the cave, you once again set off through the gloom. Your eyes and ears alert for the first sign of any possible danger. Alright, that was the southwest corner I'm in now, and suddenly... A large cave goblin, clad in a suit of fur armour and brandishing a mace, suddenly emerges from the darkness ahead. The cruel creature, its wide, dark eyes fixed on you, snarls viciously as it stalks forward to attack. Drawing yourself into a combat-ready stance, you defiantly prepare to engage the savage humanoid. It's a cave goblin chieftain. The cave goblin chief swipes at you with his mace and is slain. 12 xp. A a ragged hiss escapes from the goblin chief's lips as the dying creature slumps to the ground, coming to rest at your feet. The foul goblin leader looks up and fixes you with a hateful glare. Only a split second before his eyes roll into the back of his head and he ingloriously succumbs to death. You quickly search his corpse and discover the following. Just some more modest loot and seven gold. While examining the creature's remains, you find an iron key tied to a frayed length of twine encircling his bloodied, ne- bloodied neck. You promptly take possession of the curious item. Please don't. The iron key will not appear as a normal item in your inventory. A furled length of parchment, turched into the goblin chieftain's hide belt bears a crudely stitched match that includes several nearby towns and villages. You study the map for a few moments before discarding it. Presumably, the goblin is planning where to wade. Having concluded your search and recovered from the brutal... And with no desire to linger here, you once again set off through the dark. Okay, do 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 do. Alright, it's not cleared. Just another four cave goblins. Just gonna bash them. 17 XP. You stare down. The goblin corpse is strewn across the tunnel before you as you set about checking over your gear. Quick search of the slain creatures turns up the following, once again some modest loot which I will of course sell at some later time off screen because shopping's not fun to watch other people do and it often isn't even that much fun to do yourself, 12 gold. Eager to resume your exploration of the cave, you once again set off through the gloom. Your eyes and ears alert for the first sign of any possible danger. Alright. Alright, making my way to the northwest. There's a little donut. Donut is explored. Alright, I've now been to every square of this cave. Every time, there's the chest, examine the chest. I lock the chest with the iron key. The iron key you took from the corpse of the goblin chieftain fits perfectly into the lock. You gently turn the key to hear a soft click from somewhere within the locking mechanism. Then, with great care. You open the chest. The chest contains an assortment of items. You thoroughly examine its content, careful not to overlook anything. Once again, it's just some equipment which you can sell later. Also, seventy one gold tokens. At last, ready to continue on your way. You check over the equipment. Before turning away from the chest. And cautiously setting off along the cave tunnel. Alright. I've just got to. Got to wander around. And find all the goblins. There's two of them. Because I won't be able. I won't be able to give this cave. A thorough search. Until all the. Until I can focus on it. And not on. Are some goblins going to try to stab me. Okay. That, yep, that ends like the other ones, and some loot and eight gold for those. For those two I mean, suddenly, an eerie quiet gradually falls over overlook nook. Well, that was the last of the goblins. Well, so they've either dead or fled. I don't particularly care which. Success. You successfully cleared Overlook Nook, please note. Although you've managed to clear this dungeon, there may or may not be more left to discover. You can, if you wish, continue to explore Overlook Nook. Overlook Nook will, after a time, reset itself, so, allowing you the opportunity to once again explore and clear it, and more importantly, loot it added that last sentence myself, 32 XP to general. With no further sign of any goblins lurking about, make a thorough search of the cave and discover a few odds and ends tucked away in the far corners of the shadowy lair. All right, I took some gauntlets, also, and two gold tokens. Were they two gold tokens together, or were they one gold token in one place and one gold token in another place? Satisfied you haven't overlooked anything of value or importance, you carefully check over your gear before preparing to make your way back out into the light of day. Okay, now where... Hmm. Okay, now where's, where is that book... All right, I guess I'm just going to make my way over to the to the entrance. Suddenly, yep, nearly at the entrance. And of course, suddenly. As you near the mouth of the cave, you suddenly spot a shadowy form darting through the gloom along the opposite wall. Moving click- quickly, you intercept the slinking figure. And find yourself face to face with a young man clad in a mix of leather and cloth armour. A leather pack is strapped to his back. Obviously startled by your sudden appearance, he gasps, then asks what it is you, you're doing here. Did you get rid of
0: all the goblins?
2: he asks, speaking in a low voice. His eyes scour. The surrounded darkness, wait, are you looking for me? You are, aren't you? How did you find me? How could you have known where I was? Who sent you? Were you the one who chased me in here? No, it wasn't me, but I'm very well acquainted acquainted with the fine gent who chased you in here. Fine gent Maintaining your position which is preventing the thief from leaving the cave. Yep well, of course now the goblins are out. He's getting the hell out of Dodge. You converse with him for several minutes and learn he was in the process of transversing Fang Whiz, fang whinge, and actively evading a dogged pursuer, Idriskar, who had been tracking him for over a day. Oh, Idriskar is good. When he, caught a viol- when he was subtly caught in a violent thunderstorm and took refuge in the cave, The cave was empty when I found it, he said. I don't know where the goblins were, but they all arrived soon enough. I managed to stay hidden from them, but I know it would only be a matter of time before they sniffed me out. I don't even know how long I've been in here. Hulled up in a dark, wet place, barely big enough for a mouse. I was afraid to move. So who sent you here to find me? Were you the one who was following me? Without bothering to acknowledge his questions, you demand he hand over the stolen journal. At first, he makes an effort to pretend to not know what you're talking about, but ultimately abandons the act and instead refuses to to comply with your demand. I can't give it to you, he says, stepping up. I've worked too hard to get it! I need it! As you hopefully attempt to decide what you're going to do next, you closely watch the young thief. Those eyes continue to scour the surrounding gloom. So, I've a few options. I could just attack him. I could demand he give me the journal. But, you know, forcefully. And with... I have a very large mace. And I don't... And with it. And whether, that you don't need to be alive for me to get this journal. You don't have to be alive at all. In fact, it'll probably just tie up a lot of loose ends if you're dead. I could use thievery and presumably steal it back. Steal it back from him and then return it. Or I could use diplomacy. I'm going to give diplomacy a job. Just to say, look, you're in a very sticky situation. You mean, you got lucky once. You didn't get killed by the goblins. You're not going to get lucky twice in a row, young man. Hand over the journal. And you know what? I'll just let you go away. Maybe. I mean, I wasn't, I I was not asked to catch the thief or kill the thief, just get the journal. If I have the journal, you can go. And try not to do more crimes. I know it's difficult in this economy, but, you know, try. Use diplomacy. You successfully used your diplomacy skill. 8 XP to diplomacy. In a masterful display of the art of diplomacy and persuasion, you managed to convince the young thief to part with a book in order to avoid any unnecessary unpleasantness. Starring the shimmering silver mace and your face. And then a pile of muck, which was formerly your face. Having witnessed... Whilst talking about your impressive victory over the goblins that infested this lair. The young thief is willing to do what it takes to spare himself similar ill treatment. He begrudgingly removes the leather bound journal from his pack and hands it to you. It's the stolen journal for you. This large leather bound journal is the book you retrieved from the thief in Overlook Nook. The journal is an exhaustive record of magical research done by a powerful Tyson mage, whose name you were never told. The mage in question hired the silver Quest to track down the thief and recover the journal. An intricate glyph is emblazoned upon the book's thick leather cover, presumably if I knew about it wizard secrets that glyph would tell me who the journal belongs to Um. oh you know it might actually you know make it so that if someone who's not supposed to open it opens it bad things happen to them i mean i mean you're wizards that's what wizards do yes yes indeed well, I've got the journal now, just gonna hand it back. the young man, his demeanor suddenly down now he is no longer in possession of the journal insists that without the book he's in grave danger. Listen as he told you he desperately needed the gold he was going to receive from the stolen book then in an unexpected turn of events, he boldly asked if you could spare a thousand gold well I can but. It's a very dangerous man to whom I owe the gold. He says, "Without the book, I've no hope of anywhere near that sum." Not before, not before it's too late. Can you help me? Will you? Hmm. Mm-hmm. The thing is, I have no idea whether or not he's telling the truth. is, i do know—he's a thief. I mean, yeah, it's, it's well, maybe not petty feed but we're not. It's not. I don't think he, there's no evidence that he actually hurt anyone. Hmm. Oh, well, I got to use divination, so I can give him the gold or not. But I'll use divination just to see whether it's whether this is all on the up and up succeeded you channel your power of divination are quickly able to quickly determine that the thief is telling the truth okay okay you can have the thousand gold but try to stay out of trouble in the future the young man's face lights up when you hand him the precise amount of gold he requested Beaming, he thanks you repeatedly, bowing more than once. He tells you his gold will likely save your save his neck. Your money pouch is one thousand gold tokens lighter. Oh no That will cover maybe a fifth of the gold that I'm gonna make from selling the stuff I found in this dungeon. Oh no. I won't forget this, friend, he says. You may not know who I am, and it hardly matters, but I know know who you are, and I won't forget this. Thank you. With that, he dips into a final bow bow, before turning and striding out of the cave. You linger near the mouth of the cave for several minutes, making certain the thief is gone before you prepare to leave and make your way back to Twithik. At last, happy to are headed back to the relative comfort of the headquarters of the Silver Quest. You prepare to make your way out of and away from Overlook Nook. You linger near the mouth of the cave for several minutes, making certain the thief is gone before you prepare to leave and make your way back to twithick Alas, happy to be headed back to the relative comfort of the headquarters of the Silver Quest, you prepare to make your way out of and away from Overlook Nook. Several hours after leaving Overlook Nook, you once again find yourself in the relative comfort and safety of the Silver headquarters in Twithik. who was elated when he returned with the journal, immediately takes possession of the book, Telling you, he will have it delivered to this expectant owner. You make one last attempt to get Prithen to reveal the name of the mage as Jernotiv. Jernotiv, if he knows it. But he simply shakes takes his head in response. If I could tell you that, which I can't, I would tell you that it was Baldurath of Nightgrove, he says, smirking. Well, there. Now I've done it. You can that can go no further than this wound mind. Yes. Old Bovaraf nearly ended up in a bad way over this book. In all honest in all honesty I find it hard to find sympathy for him, but he is he is a most generous quiet. Which by the way reminds me Alright, there's a link to Bovarak of Night Grove. Among the most powerful, esteemed, and some would say in famous of his magic-wielding brethren, Belduath of Nightgrove is perhaps the most accomplished living mage in all of Tysa. Really? More, more, more so than the arts Urion? Hurion? Residing more so than Solondor with his wing of illusion? More so than me? With my saving the world a few times? Residing in in the remote, heavily protected Nightgrove Tower, the elderly Balorath principally spends his days chronicling the history of magic on Swith, including his own considerable achievements in the mystical arts. Time and again, Balorath has found himself the victim of theft by arcane spies, who are often been though often being the employer of the sorceress, seeking to acquire some of the vast arcane knowledge locked away within Nightgrove Tower. Hmm. I mean, no- knowledge? I mean, uh, you probably should share that knowledge, because, I mean, you're really old, so you'll die, and then it'll be lost. And then, and then the things that people... Get, build on from your knowledge. You can build on from that and so on. You know, free exchange of information and all that. Peer review. Got to be, hmm, well, that it. Getting your stuff stolen, not nice though. Pithoran retrieves a wooden chest, and from it pays you the largest share, by far, of the gold which Beldrath paid to the quest for taking on the job of hunting down his stolen journal. Five thousand gold tokens. Woo! Now, now that we've settled that, time to get with this book, he says. Well done, Zoop. Having helped someone like Belderwath is certain to boister our wedding legendary reputation. Not that it needs much bolstering mind, but well, I thank you, I think you know. As Prithoram shuffles off to tend to the last details of the job, you take a seat by the fire and stretch your legs out towards its smouldering warmth. Eager to forget about caves, goblins, and stolen books for the time being, you close your eyes and drift into a peaceful, dreamless slumber. 138 experience the general, and that finishes this quest. All right, and there's still more, and more quests with the Silver Quest, there was currently no sign of your fellow free members in or about the headquarters. The next one is called The Captive, with the description of who is Goodwill of West Warren. Alright, I'm going to save, but that. Well, we've done it. This is just about enough to be getting on with. So next time, we'll be doing that one. But until then, farewell, fellow adventurers.
1: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator